Amongst Kumardev's children, three were most illustrious. Their names were Amar, Shantosh, and Sri Ballava. They were later to be known as Sri Sanatan Goswami, Sri Rupa Goswami, and Anupam. These three brothers were simply glorious in every sense. From their very birth, they had pure devotional sentiments toward the Supreme Personality of Godhead. As they grew up, they became exceptionally attractive to all of the society. They had beautiful bodily features. They were perfectly noble and self-controlled. Their minds were clear and clean. They had no envy toward anyone. They were simply embodiments of the Lord's love. Due to their attractive influence on the people, the ministers of the Nawab Hussein Shah, King of Bengal, brought this to his attention. He decided, I must have them as my ministers. The whole Hindu population will be cooperative with me if these three powerful souls become my men. They were approached by the Nawab Hussein Shah. He was a cruel meat-eater, Malecha, who hated and persecuted Hindus. But he told them, if you become my chief ministers, then I will protect you and I will protect the Hindu community. If you do not, then I will persecute. A devotee is paradukaduki. He cannot tolerate seeing the sufferings of others. Therefore, Rupa, Sanatana, and Anupam accepted what they considered the most abominable condition of life just to protect the other devotees. They were so expert as ministers of the Nawab Hussein Shah that the king, the Nawab, accepted them as his own brother. He even did something that was exceptional. The Nawab Hussein Shah awarded two Hindus that were devoutly following their religion very exalted Muslim titles. He gave Sanatan the name Sakar Malik and Rupa Goswami the name Dabir Kas. The Nawab Hussein Shah was a violent and cruel ruler. He was very, very passionate to usurp more and more property. So while he was out conquering other lands, he practically turned over the entire administration of his kingdom to Rupan Sanatan. In fact, he even divided his own personal wealth with them. He bestowed upon them an immense treasury of money. In the city of Ramakeli, he built them extraordinary opulent palaces, one for each of the brothers. Of course, Rup Sanatan and Anupam were always immersed in the loving service of the Lord. On their property in Ramkeli, Rup and Sanatan built a beautiful, beautiful garden that was a replica of Vrindavan. They called it Kadambakanana. There they excavated the places of Lord Krishna's Leela. They created a Radha Kund and Sham Kund. They built a beautiful temple and installed the deity of Madan Mohan. 
And so many of the pastime places of Lord Krishna, they also developed. In fact, they would get out of their government offices as soon as possible, every day, and just roam through the gardens of Vrindavan in Ramkeli, completely absorbed in remembrance of Sri Sri Radha and Krishna. Rupa and Sanatana, they built a beautiful assembly house, specifically for Harikata. He invited Vaishnavas, devotees, scholars of the scriptures from all over the country to come. It is explained that hundreds and hundreds of these Vaishnavas and scholars would be gathered in this assembly house and Rupa and Sanatan would be sitting there effulgent. They looked just like Indra in the court of his pundits. They were so very eager to hear about Krishna from those who understood the subject properly. And when they would speak, everyone was struck with wonder. They had become practically the world's most proficient scholars of Sanskrit, Persian, and the local Bengali and Orian languages. They were the greatest authorities of the various scriptures of the world. Although they were multi-multi-billionaires, they were so powerful that they were real, literally ruling the kingdom, and they were so learned, beautiful. Still, the amazing thing was they were more humble than a piece of straw on a street. Years later, the father of Srinivasacharya, whose name was Chaitanya Das, was describing Rupa and Sanatan to his son. He said, many years before my father brought me to Ram Kali, and when I saw the effulgence, the beauty and the grandeur of Rupa and Sanatan, I was struck with wonder. There they exhibited such an opulence of renunciation. Although in such high positions, any devotee guest that came, however insignificant and unknown, even poverty-stricken, they would get down from their seats, bow down to those devotees with folded hands and honor them. They would personally serve each devotee prasad with their own hands. With their money, they built so many little houses on the bank of the Ganges. This was simply to take care very nicely of all the guests that came. Their heart, their life, their soul was to humbly serve the devotees. They became so famous that if anybody wrote any literature in reference to the Nyaya philosophy, it would not be accepted unless Rupa and Sanatan gave their approval. In this way they lived, completely absorbed in hearing and chanting the glories of the Lord, while simultaneously ruling the state for the Nawab. You were listening to Radhanath Swami on devotionalnectar.com.